Is the red wave hitting early in 2021 as Biden sleeps at the climate summit? And Colin Kaepernick is back telling everyone how the NFL is just the same as slavery. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, happy Wednesday. Uh, I'm glad I did this Wednesday thing now because, uh, you know, I would have spent all day yesterday talking about the race and what's going on here and what the numbers are there and everything else. And when it's all said and done, well, um, the Republicans won. Uh, Glenn Youngkin won uh, in Virginia, did a really good job. Uh, you know, it wasn't a 10-point blowout or an 8-point blowout as Fox News poll had it there. But still, he, he won uh, pretty handily. Uh, which is great, which is a really good thing. And that means really good things for uh, the schools in uh, Virginia. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a big thing. And, of course, it deals a huge blow to Biden, which he may still not know. He may still be sleeping in his climate summit. Um, and then the New Jersey race that was considered to be a, um, you know, basically a walk for uh, the dictator there, uh, Murphy in uh, new jersey is now too close to call they've had some ballot uh counting errors apparently they're going back and recounting it it looks like uh, murphy's up uh, about half a percentage point maybe about fourteen thousand votes or something right now but they're still recounting and no idea it looks like it's going to go to a full recount uh that one's way too close to call uh, so, yeah, uh, things are not turning out well. And one thing you will find really, really interesting. Now, uh, there was a lady running for the lieutenant governor spot in Virginia, and her name was Winsome Sears. Uh, she was a, uh, a black woman who uh, was an immigrant who uh, served in the Marine Corps. And, uh, yeah, uh, she won. She won, and she is the first uh, black woman to be uh, elected in a statewide election. And what that means is, uh, you know, uh, there has been, um, you know, like local uh, House delegates or local senators uh, elected in a region or a county or countywide, you know. But this is the first statewide election where a black woman has won. Strangely enough, that's a Republican woman. Which, of course, uh, the ESPN uh, Jamel Hill still says is uh, apparently uh, white supremacy. So apparently the white supremacists in Virginia are really, really bad at being white supremacists. They're really bad at it. They're terrible at it. Because the lieutenant governor now is going to be uh, Winsome Sears, a black uh, <laughs> immigrant. <laughs> so that one that one checks two boxes there uh, against the white supremacist. Boy, they're really bad at being white supremacists. Someone should let them know that they are not doing their job at all, you know, in any way, shape or form. So that should. Uh, yeah, something uh, very strange going on there. Um, and, you know, there's a lot going on of what happened, um, you know. 
it's crazy. So, you know, the big backlash that happened that really turned this race was, you know, it was kind of tight, but Terry McAuliffe was kind of carrying off with it, which made no sense to me to begin with. And then he made the huge gaffe that we played where he's at the debate and he goes, well, parents don't have any right to come into school and tell them what to teach. And parents said, oh, what the hell are you talking about? What the actual fuck are you talking about? Uh, We pay for it. Uh, We pay for those schools. Uh, We, you know, elect the people on the school board. And uh, yeah, uh, pretty sure it's our kids. And uh, you're damn right. We have a, a voice of what's going on and the stuff that they've brought out. I mean, we've played it. And it's just disgusting. I mean, open pornography uh, in books that are available to kids and as low as like elementary school, um, just disgusting stuff. And then the whole debacle where they send a letter to uh, Biden, who then hands it off to Merrick Garland, who writes the letter, who says, you know, they're, you know, domestic terrorists it's hard to believe what all's happened but you know you would think when the numbers started to really uh really tank for McAuliffe that he would back off this and say well you know I you know I don't really believe that I you know sort of a misspeak you know I believe parent but he didn't he doubled down here he is trying to say that the Republicans were uh using kids uh as pawns I am sick of them talking about these issues of critical race theory. We do not teach critical race theory here in Virginia. It has never been taught. It is a racist dog whistle. It is pitting parents against parents, parents against teachers, and they're using our children as political pawns, and it has got to stop. Yeah, so that was uh, one of his, and this is his last appeal. Uh, He had one other one, but this is his personal last appeal to the people. I don't think this played well when, uh, you know, what all was going on there. What's going on? They're talking about, you know, critical race theory, which appears like several times on the uh, Virginia uh, Department of Education uh, website talks about having to embrace critical race theory. And he comes out and says, we're not teaching that. Well, why is that on the website telling teachers to embrace it? I mean, you're just being a moron, but they actually think all of you are morons. So, you know, but here was his last thing. And this did not play well at all. Percent of the students at Virginia schools, K-12. 50% 50% are students of color, and yet 80% of the teachers are white. We all know what we have to do in a school to make everybody feel comfortable in school. So let's diversify. Yeah, that's what's going to make everybody comfortable at school. Actually, no, probably just being safe and uh, maybe no porn. Just just out of curiosity. And you know what else makes uh, kids feel safe? Not getting raped in the bathroom. I hear that makes students feel a lot safer, Terry. I just, I've heard that somewhere. So the people of Virginia said, yeah, we don't want any part of this, uh, you know, former uh, Clinton bag man, uh, just an absolute horrible human being. They said no. They said no. And it is sending shockwaves as it should, as it should. And it gives me some hope that there are still people out there who are, you know, changing their minds are turning are, you know, going the other way and saying, you know, what, I'm sick of this. Uh, another interesting one. There was actually a Democratic socialist, an open socialist who apparently won the Democratic nomination uh, for mayor of Buffalo has been defeated by a write in candidate. <laughs> this lady was an AOC backed socialist who got the Democrat nominee, which sort of starts making you think, uh, what the hell happened? Like if. If someone can win a race, it's one thing if there's two parties, you know, two major parties battling out. You got money coming in on both sides, all that fine. 
uh, you can say, well, uh, you know, whatever about that. Uh, it is a whole different story when you are part of a major party and somebody literally kicks your ass with a write-in campaign because these people literally had to motivate people to go to the ballot box and hand write their name out to vote for them. And he still won. So uh, that does give me hope that not everyone in this country has lost their mind. I can't say the same for quite a few of them, but uh, some of them haven't lost their mind. I wonder if um, there's a Kamala here was uh, predicting what would happen and what would be the part of uh, that would, you know, what would be the outcome of the Virginia races? I don't think uh, she wants to have this played very much now. Because you see, what happens in Virginia mm -hmm. will in large part determine yeah. what happens in 2022, 2024, and on. Oh, well, I don't think you want to, yeah. Yeah, you might want to retract that now because uh, no one thought Glenn Youngkin had a shot. No one thought he had a shot. And then all this happened, and he did a good job. He did a good job. Um, you know, he didn't, because apparently uh, the suburbs still have a problem with Trump, uh, and so Trump didn't come into the state. Uh, he did, like, a tele-thing, and, and McAuliffe blew that, too. He just got to the point he was so desperate, he just started out and out lying. Uh, the last night, I guess it was uh, <clears throat> Monday night there before the election, he was like, oh, Trump's here, uh, you know, running with Glenn Youngkin. He's out there campaigning with him. He wasn't there. Uh, so I don't know. And what does that mean for the uh, the whole of the country? I don't know. I don't know what that means when it comes to uh, on the Trump issue. Um, although I saw the thing, uh, a, a thing somebody posted today that I could not believe uh, that showed like Obama and then Trump and then Biden. And if people still think, oh, well, the, you know, election was there was nothing wrong. It's completely fair election um you might want to uh take a look at that uh because it was something like uh obama's last election or his biggest win was like 60 65 66 million votes uh donald trump got 74 million votes uh obama won like uh god i can't remember what it was it was something uh like 1800 or a thousand no it was like 800 and some never mind it was 876 counties across the united states uh trump won 2400 biden won 477 uh bellwether counties across the country obama won 18 of 19 won the presidency trump won 18 of nine the same 18 of 19 lost the presidency uh biden won one of 19 and won the presidency it was just i mean it was a lot of things like that and it was just so many of these things it was like you know obama won ohio florida and iowa and won the presidency you know trump wins florida ohio iowa loses the presidency uh biden wins wins none of those and wins the presidency it was just a long list of stuff like that and it was like man it's just so out there and bizarre it's just you look at that and you're like well something is really weird more votes than any humans ever got on face of the earth uh seems a little strange but uh you know we'll we'll leave that alone uh but yeah this has sent a major major uh shockwave and i'm sure we'll hear all about it over the next couple of days uh today i think democrats are just scrambling uh calling everybody racist and and trying to figure out what's going on i think this is going to deal a major blow to the uh the build back socialist uh, crazy train that's uh going on right now uh for a vote and it looks like i think it looks like it has emboldened the uh cinema and mansion 
Uh, they were already standing up saying, yeah, we're, we're not going to vote for this. Uh, but there was rumors that it was waffling a little bit. They were going back and forth after these major defeats uh, that happened last night, especially the Virginia thing. Uh, they're not voting for it because they want to keep it their job. And they can see real quick if they want to keep their job, uh, you better not vote for this. And I hope that wakes up a lot of other people, too. It says, listen, we can't vote for this. <laughs> we can't vote for this. We, If we have any shot in hell of being elected next time, uh, we better not. So I'm hoping that's the case. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, some really strange things are going on this week. Um, we had the uh, climate summit. Uh, which I want to talk about real quick. Well, first, you know what? I did miss one uh, story that was early in the week. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or heard this about uh, President Poopy Pants, uh, <laughs> which is this rumor that came out of. So, uh, you know, Joe goes to Rome and meets with the Pope. Okay. So usually it's, uh, you know, a certain amount of time, whatever. It's not a super long meeting. Well, suddenly, you know, Biden goes in there and uh, he has a extraordinary long meeting with the Pope. Uh, there is no explanation that comes out of that. Um, they said, well, maybe it's possibly because he's a Catholic, which obviously he's not a practicing Catholic because he goes against a lot of their core tenets. But hey, whatever, whatever they want to claim. And then apparently there was a rumor going around Rome uh, that uh, basically Biden pooped his pants while meeting the pope. And that was the problem. And that caused the long delay. I have no idea. Is it possible? Of course, it's possible. He's old and has dementia. It's definitely possible. That's what happens. But uh, but that was uh, trending there. Uh, but, you know, don't worry. Um, they were really worried about climate change. And so they were so worried about climate change. After he met with the Pope, he wanted to explore Rome a little bit, which is fine. It's fine. Go explore Rome. Uh, and how many vehicles would you need, say, to do that heavily armored suvs that take uh, probably get one or two miles to a gallon of gasoline uh so you're going to limit that you're going to want to limit that a little bit because you know uh, you really are worried about the climate right uh so uh it only took them 85 vehicles to drive joe biden around rome um 85 vehicle um huh weird um i don't know uh what does that say oh and don't worry they are so worried about the climate that they all were able to manage to fly in their uh private jets uh to come to this conference to tell everybody how they should not drive you know their car all these people fly in their private jets so if there was any thing that made you think that uh these people actually give a good goddamn about the climate or anything to do with it or if that was what it was about whatsoever it's obviously not you don't drive around in an 85 car caravan to save the planet you don't fly to climate summits in private jets expending more co2 than the average person probably will in a lifetime to try to uh, save the planet from co2 um, but don't worry. There was some very interesting things. Now I didn't get the uh, one from Klaus Schwab. The dude, it doesn't matter what that dude says. He just has that accent where he sounds like he's constantly planning to take over the world. So that one's kind of out, but yeah, he said some scary things, but, uh, luckily they had Prince Charles there. You know, of course he's a climate wackadoo. Uh, he was there to let everybody know what you needed to do about global warming and climate change. 
Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal yep. the strength of the global private sector. Oh. With but... trillions okay. at his disposal, mm -hmm. far beyond global GDP, and with a... Hold on. At whose disposal? Hold on. Hold on. And what we need here is a uh, global military-style uh, effort to muster all the private sector under one heading. He, what, who, who, who's going to have all this power and money? And what the hell are you talking about? That's insane. That's scary. But he goes on. Greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders. It offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. Oh, my. Oh, well, I thought we were worried about the climate. What are you going to do about the climate? What does that have to do with fundamental economic transition? To what? What are you talking about? What's that have to do with the climate? How is turning the world into a one-world uh, uh, military-style uh, dictatorship under socialism going to help the planet there, Charles? Maybe you might want to answer a few questions. How about expanding on that point real quick? Because you just sound like an evil, insane person. Oh, wait a second. He is. Um, yeah, are we going to stop playing around in the UK? Can we get rid of these royal assholes? They do nothing. They serve nothing. Just give them a fucking check. Kick them out of the palace and say, listen, it's public land now. We're going to auction it off. We need a few bucks to fix a few things around here and uh, you and your fucking family can go, you know, wander off somewhere and do whatever it is. You got plenty of money. Uh, go wherever and shut the hell up. I, I think it's about time. It's about time, um, you know, but uh, I'm sure they won't. I'm sure they won't. That's not what they do. But uh, yeah, this it's just unreal. And uh, what did uh, Biden do during that? Well, Biden was CP time. He was CP time. He needed nappy nap. Uh, yeah, he was sleeping uh, and they tried to wake him up a couple times. He fell back asleep. Finally, a staffer had to come up and pretend to show him something on a cell phone to get him awake so he wouldn't sleep through the whole conference because he cares so much about the planet. He couldn't be bothered to be awake during all the speakers. So, you know, and that happens. That happens when, you know, you just got done getting cleaned up after you uh, pooped your pants. And, um, you know, um, you know, it happens. It happens, I guess, when you're old and, and in dementia, you know. But anyway, he did get up and uh, mumble and stumble some shit out somewhere. Here we go. Several days, the United States will be announcing new initiatives to demonstrate our commitment to providing innovative solutions across multiple sectors, from agriculture to oil and gas, to combating deforestation, de deforestation to tackling hard and to abate industries. Oh, okay. What the hell does any of that mean? Nobody knows. Joe Biden doesn't know. It's just mush mouth garbage words. Oh, gee, frustration, didn't cross and blah, blah, blah. Is it nappy time again? Nappy time, Joe. Nappy time. Go sit down and nappy poo. Yeah, it's just a joke. And and the numbers they give are just so unbelievable. They come up with this crazy shit where they're like, well, it's three football fields a day or a minute are destroyed of forest in the world. No, it's not. That's not possible. There would be no trees left on Earth. And as we saw from NASA, you know, that great uh, right-wing conspiracy group of NASA, 
they said, well, wait a second, there's more trees now on Earth than there ever has been. Well, wait a second, there's a problem. If there's more trees now than there ever has been and more trees on Earth than stars in our solar system. By the way, that seems like a pretty good uh seems like a pretty good balance right stars in our solar system versus trees on earth we have more trees on earth uh okay uh the planet's greener we have more trees we have more trees than we have stars in our solar system uh so how's it all getting destroyed every day or are you just lying your ass off and of course they are because prince charles spilled the beans he spilled the beans on the whole thing it has nothing to do with the planet the planet's fine in fact it could probably use to warm up a little bit uh and hopefully it does because you know um it's already way too cold here and it's only the third of november uh this is not uh, january and it's way too cold for me for me the same but um no uh he he came right out and said it he said, oh, it's about getting a globe military style effort from all the all the private sector companies across the globe under one heading and one man will then decide where all the money is spent. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. And maybe you shouldn't say that part out loud. Of course, Klaus Schwab said the same thing. And many others of the crazy nut jobs said the same thing. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's really what it's all about. You're not supposed to say it out loud, though. Not supposed to say it out loud. But, you know, hey. Okay, here's uh, here's Biden trying to gaslight people about climate change. I guess I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize. I guess I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize. The United States pulled out of the Paris Accords and put us behind people. Yeah. The first thing I did when elected, I see my friend nodding and said, "Okay, because we talked about this before while I was running." Well, I know the United States just because the leadership of people behind me, like former Secretary Kerry and Senator. And a lot of you as well. Yeah, okay. um, American people four or five years ago weren't all sure about climate We weren't sure about it four or five years ago. Well, climate they change. Have, as they say in southern parts of my state, seen the Lord. Oh, we've seen the seen Lord now. No. Incredible changes are taking place. <laughs> like what? They're now finally. What are the incredible what are the incredible changes taking place? Yeah, the incredible changes that are happening is uh we have the best numbers out of all the uh, first world countries. We had the best uh, emissions numbers on Earth. But we just don't want to talk about that. Oh, and by the way, this climate settlement that had, you know, Klaus, Scary, Schwab, of course, from the World Economic Forum. I thought he was worried about economics. Huh, that seems weird. What's oh, odd? And, uh, of course, Charles and all the rest of these absolute dipshits. And, of course, uh uh, all the leaders from Europe and all that. Well, there was a couple people that were absent. Just a couple. Just a couple. And it just happens to be the two countries that uh, are, uh, you know, taking our place and producing, uh, you know, coal and gas and using coal and gas while, uh, you know, Joe Biden suffocates our economy. Uh, these two countries are, uh, you know, kill, still uh, cruising along with their fossil fuels. That would be uh, Russia and China. They just didn't show up. They're like, yeah, screw that. I ain't going to go listen to these idiots drone on. I may fall asleep like Joe Biden. And uh, yeah, you wouldn't want that because um, that would cause, you know, might cause a little bit of a problem. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable really, but, uh, they keep, they keep trying to promote it, keep pushing it along. And, uh, you know, it's starting to come out more and more people are going know, listen, you know, uh, we can see what you're doing. Uh, if you guys really gave a shit, you wouldn't, uh, 
you know, do the things that you do. You wouldn't talk about this stuff. And none of it has to do it. And at the end of the day, you know, they start coming out and going, oh, well, we just want to change everything to socialism and, you know, have it all under one heading around the world. Wait a second. That doesn't sound like anything to do with climate change. And it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's just like uh, Yellen here when she was talking about uh, unrealized wealth tax uh, the last uh, episode. You know, it's like, what does that mean? It's just, you know, ripping people off with money they don't have just to bankrupt people. It has nothing to do with fixing anything but uh you know that's how it goes but hey don't worry um a new week and new uh new race baiting going on um it's wow it's crazy it really is uh of course everybody's freaking out today that uh, the vote in virginia was white supremacist although again makes no sense but uh your favorite colin kaepernick is back in the news because he has a brand new Netflix documentary. And uh, it's very important. It's about his journey. It's about how terribly racist America is still today, still today. Very racist, very oppressive. And he wants to let you know all about it. This is the trailer. And I do not know how anyone this dumb could get a documentary, especially one on Netflix that's going to be promoted like this. Unbelievable. Uh, here, listen to this. This is hard to believe. They don't want you to understand mm-hmm. what's being established mm-hmm. is a power dynamic. A power dynamic, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's uh, Kami Gobbledygook speak, uh, by the way, just to let you know. Just thinking that. <laughs> oh, oh. Got a book. Before Something's they happening. Put you on the field, yeah. Teams poke, pride. And for any defect. Look at, and, and there's only black people, by the way. Right, uh, they poke pride and check you for any defects that would hurt your physical performance because um, they're about to spend uh, millions of dollars uh, for you to do a physical activity. Now, you know, I know it's not the same uh, because may, mainly because uh, the job I do doesn't pay me millions of dollars, but I do do a physical type of work and I had to have a physical before I got the job. Why? Well, they give you health care and they there's physical requirements to do the job. And they're like, well, we want to make sure you can do it before you can start working here. Cause you know, otherwise it's a waste of time. And uh, same thing with the NFL, strangely enough. Now they, the part he leaves out is the fact that, um, you know, of course they don't pay the players anything, right? Uh, of course not. <laughs> they only do that to the black respected. people. No, no boundaries left intact. Then don't play. Right. Then don't play. Oh, man. And then oh, right here, it turns into a slave they, auction. They're, oh, they're oh no, slaves. they're turning into slaves. <laughs> yeah, and now it's a slave auction. Okay. Wow. Wow. So I see what he's saying now. Yeah, now yeah. I get it. Now I get it. Now I get it, because the same thing's going to happen. Now, right. when they get off that slave block, they go and they cash a check in the bank, right? <laughs> no, no, Colin. See, that's the no, difference, bro. My oh, gosh, how embarrassing. Yeah, it goes through so this whole thing. And there's not, it's such if, a false. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, it goes on to show a slave auction and they're auctioning off people. Yeah, it just leaves out the fact. And, and dumb people and really, really dumb, stupid people are going to watch this and be like, yeah, man, I get it. I understand what he's saying now. Yeah, man, they, they look them over, make sure they're physically in good shape. And then, you know, then people, you know, uh, bid on them and uh, people take the highest bidder. Yeah, the player does, jackass. He takes the highest bidder because he's the one that cashes the check. Such stupidity. This is how dumb it is. And this is how you know these people are not only disingenuous and just stupid liars, but let's be honest about Colin Kaepernick. He was so oppressed that he was a orphaned black American. Because I'm done with African American. Because he didn't come from Africa. He was born in America. He is an American. Okay. Now, he was born to mixed parents, obviously, because he is a lot more white than black. And you can tell that when you look at him. Obviously, his features obviously show that he's very much more. In fact, I saw him in college and, you know, never would have known that there was any, you know, other than the fro, really. And if it wasn't for the afro, I would have thought it was just a white guy. Honestly. Would have not known. But anyway, he was so oppressed, so, so oppressed that two uh, white people adopted him and gave him a good life. Such oppression in America. I'll tell you what. And then he was so oppressed that he went to play D1 college football as a starter. What what humanity. What humanity. What? I can't even imagine. And then he was in one of those slave auctions. And a slave owner named Jim Harbaugh chose him to play for the slave organization known as the San Francisco 49ers where he got paid millions of dollars to be a slave. Well, that seems weird. Slaves usually don't get paid, do they? Huh, weird. And treated like, you know, royalty. Um, you know, this is... He's just pissed. He's just a pissed, angry guy because what happened was the fact that he thought that he was a hell of a lot better than he turned out to be. Okay. That's what happened. He found out that he's just not as elite as he thought he was. And he went to the 49ers and the first year went great and he thought everything was in place and then people figured out what he was doing and they shut him down and he did not have that it factor that so many of the you know guys that play in the NFL have. And that is one thing that you can't teach. That's one thing you can't develop it's just that it, it factor that they look for, you know, when, when they're poking and prodding and watching people at combines, that it factor that nobody can really be taught, that someone just has, that pushes them above to say, yeah, you figured this out, now I'm going to go and do it even better than that. I'm going to figure out a way. I've got this factor that makes me better, and I've seen it. We've all seen it. Tom Brady has it. He's not the most brilliant physical specimen ever, but he has that it factor that he gets things done for whatever reason. He found out he didn't have it. Okay, he found out that that was not him, and he is bitter and angry about it. So instead of just saying, hey, you know what? I had a good run. I made millions of dollars. I'm still getting sponsored by Nike. I'm making tons and tons of money. Uh, I'm good. I'm going to take what I've been and be grateful. No, he's angry and bitter and says everybody's a racist because no one wanted him back they said listen we saw what you, you just don't have that factor i'm sorry now other teams have offered him backup positions but he won't take it he won't take it because he's either number one or nothing 
And that is racist if you don't want him as number one. See, that's the kind of bullshit that people are playing. He's just a spoiled brat. That's all. And it's the sooner people figure this out, the better. And this is so garbage. And the sad part is there's going to be a bunch of these idiots, these wokey, woke faces and these stupid people that, you know, trot this stuff out on TikTok and everything else that are just going to love the hell out of this and say, see, see all these people. Yeah, the NFL is the same. I'm not saying the NFL is perfect about things. They're, they're not. But do you know how many Americans would gladly be poked and prodded? to make that kind of money. How many Americans would give anything? Screw that. How many guys in college right now playing football that would give anything to get one year in the league? One. Much less go to a Super Bowl. Much less to have a ring. Much less to have those contracts paying them. For a moment in time, he was on the elite of the elite and won a Super Bowl championship. And seeing that that was not going to happen again and he wasn't going to be the top of the heap anymore. Remember, before he started kneeling, he was already been had been replaced by Blaine Gabbert. And obviously, Blaine Gabbert's not that great either. I mean, his name's Blaine Gabbert. No, speak. <laughs> but still, that's the whole thing. And this is so disingenuous and so disgusting. And it's the same garbage all these people just spew and spew. This is why they don't want to argue with anybody. This is why they don't want to have an open debate. They have no argument. This is not an argument. This is dumb. Again, we're not comparing apples to oranges. You're comparing apples to assholes. It's two completely different things. They're not related in any way, shape, or form. But yet they try to get some kind of crazy correlation between the two and then tell you that it means something that it doesn't. And it's just dumb. And of course it's dumb and it can be, you know, easily blown apart. And that's why they have to silence people. They just can't. It just doesn't hold up. I'll be right back. Got to take a quick break. Rated the worst. Losing the most bags. Shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political attacking georgia's popular voting law why to distract from years of dismal sales terrible 2020 results reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in china coca-cola products are poisoning america's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic so the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms but they got busted james quincy coca-cola stop poisoning our children serve your customers <laughs> not woke politicians all right, and we're back. Um, this is what fuels this kind of thing. Um, you know, uh, here's one thing. Uh, this happened during this uh, governor's race as well. You know, we talked about uh, the Lincoln Project making a, uh, uh, tried to pull the race hoax or whatever. 
And uh, here's them just admitting to what they did. By people on the right uh, as a dirty tactic. Do you stand behind what was done? And is that being what you guys say you oppose? Um, no. Listen, every day uh, I hear people pleading with the Lincoln Project to help show Democrats how to win, how to play hardball. Um, you know, this is an example. That's an example of how to play hardball. It's not an example of a disgusting uh, race hoax that uh, is just destroying this country. Not at all. I mean, we've got kids we need to uh, touch inappropriately and cover up. So, I mean, we can't be bothered to really uh, go in depth on anything. I mean, you know. But no, it's um, it's it's crazy land where you can come out and admit to creating a race hoax and say, no, I was just making an example. This is what they really think. What are you talking about? That's what you think, apparently. Not anybody else. It reflects on you, not anybody else. But um uh, this is what gets into the weeds. This is what you're dealing with uh, when you do this shit like Colin Kaepernick. These are the people that fund it. It's really stupid. Here's Corey Bush showing us all what stupid really sounds like. Mr. Lawler, are the overwhelming majority of fossil fuel CEOs black or white? You know, I, don't, I don't have the, the exact numbers, but I would assume they're white. Yes. Ms. Watkins. Okay, uh, so most of the CEOs of oil companies are white. Okay, and that makes what point? Uh, you? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? What? It, okay. Uh, I don't understand that. Okay, so uh, black Americans, uh, black uh, makes up uh, like... 13 to 15% of the population. So you would assume that uh, the rest of the population would have a greater number of CEOs because there's a greater number of them going for the job. I, it's just simple math, I would think, but apparently not. Anyway, we're going to go on. We're going to make a lot more dumb points. Here you go. Is an oil refinery more likely to be situated in a black community or a white community? Um, I'm not sure how to answer that, honestly. Um, we've got oil refineries um, along the U.S. Gulf Coast, and we're very proud to be community members there. It's black. Yeah, it's, it's black. Mr. Work. Okay, so only black people live on the Gulf Coast? The fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is the kind of shit that people go, oh, it's overwhelmingly black. Uh, oh, only black people live on the Gulf Coast? Why do they do it on the Gulf Coast? I don't know. Maybe that's where the ports are. I don't know. Maybe that's where the oil rigs are in the Gulf Coast. So they put the refineries on the Gulf Coast so you don't have to transport it that far. How does that make it anywhere anywhere near racial? Do you think they were like, oh, well, you know, where are we going to put our refineries? Well, you better make sure it's a black neighborhood. <laughs> They put them as close and convenient so they don't have to transport it that far. But these people make shit up. They make shit up. It's insane. It gets worse. Here you go. Are the impacts of climate change more likely to hit a black neighborhood or a white neighborhood first? Congresswoman, I uh, have not seen studies that would allow me to give you a... a... The, an the answer is black. Um, the oh, is it? Clear, the 2017 NAACP and Clean Air Task Force uh, report found that black Americans are 75% more likely to live next to company, industrial, and service facilities that directly harm us. For wow. years, you all have continued to promote fossil fuels despite 
knowing that promoting them means promoting environmental racism and violence in black and brown communities. You all are still promoting and selling fossil fuels that are ah! evil. I can't this is a striking example of white supremacy. I can't take it either. What the hell are you talking about? Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe just maybe um, people could move if they don't like living in their neighborhood. I don't know. Um, climate change affects black people more than white people. Well, let's think about this for a second. Let's think about how dumb that would be. So your hypothesis is climate change is going to warm the planet. All right, we're going to start there. Let's, let's run through this. Uh, we'll use some logic here somewhere. Climate change is going to warm the planet, okay? So if it warms up, who is more likely to be um, affected by this, uh, white or black? Let me think about that for a second. Uh, black people are more tropical people, right? Uh, they, they, you know, uh, originally, uh, Africa uh, seems like a warm place. Seems pretty warm, I've heard. I haven't been there. I've heard it's warm. I believe they have a desert or two, too, huh? some jungles. Um, so I hear they're warm. Um, yeah, uh, white people, um, guess in Europe, um, hmm. seems a little colder. I'm going to say just right off the top of my head, uh, probably white people would be affected by excessive heat more than black Americans or black people, but I could be wrong. Uh, I know she goes through the whole tirade. Um, I guess, uh, apparently climate change is only gonna show up in black neighborhoods um i'm not sure how that works hey none of this makes any sense nobody can tell you and uh, she goes well then it's your fault you should stop selling oil and coal and natural gas because it's going to affect black people well it is it is let me tell you what's going to happen to large parts of the undeveloped world which are predominantly black uh places like the third world oh like Africa. What happens if you take away uh, affordable sources of fuel? Well, what happens is poor countries get a hell of a lot poorer because they can't afford to have things like electricity and medicine. So actually, you're going to disproportionately affect um, black people all around the world by screwing with fossil fuels. And I don't even consider that. I hate using that word. Oil. And gas by ending their production and ending their affordability the only people that Cory Bush here the great black savior for all black people around the world all she's going to do is cause more black people to die of disease and starvation that's what she's going to accomplish and she sits there on her high horse quoting some bullshit that somebody made up and wrote down on a piece of paper and she sits there parroting it like a moron and that is exactly what a moron sounds like because disproportionately third world nations who are just now starting to develop because of cheap cost of oil and natural gas so they can have electricity and medicines made affordable and widely produced. The only way this happens is with cheap, affordable energy. And if you take that away, all of that goes away. You don't have food. You don't have medicine. You don't have electricity. That doesn't sound like you're helping too many people, does it? And it absolutely will disproportionately devastate places like Africa, places like Haiti, who is already devastated. 
the poorest places on this planet will get dramatically, dramatically worse, and they will be living in the Stone Age, not just in the Third World. Understand that. Realize what is going on. The fact that these people are pushing for it shows you that not only are they morons, but they just don't believe anything they say. It's all about getting a sound clip where they sound somehow saintly by going, oh, you're evil because you uh, utilize petroleum. Yeah, you do too every day. What are you wearing? You've got petroleum on your body, in your clothes, your food, everything depends on it. Everything depends on it. People are just the worst. That's not the end of the racism. The racism, and, and it's so bad. The racism is just completely out there for everybody to see and hear, and they just don't hide it anymore. Here is a professor from Rutgers who not only is a bigot, but has completely, apparently, rewritten history, a history that no one knows about except for her. Here you go that white people are committed to being villains in the aggregate, right? The real sort of issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it, is one, I think that white people viscerally fear. It's not that white people don't know, right, what they have done. They know. They fear that there is no other way to be human but the way in which they are human, which is to, so, you know, like you talk to white people and whenever you, you really want to have a reckoning about it, they say stuff like, you know, it's just human nature. If y'all had all of this power, you would have done the same thing, right? No one has ever said that ever. Let me put that in the, uh, the category of things that never actually happened. I have never, ever, 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 ever heard that ever from anyone. It's just that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, if you had the power, you'd do it too. What the hell are you talking about? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And it is, I mean, can you hear the racism? Oh, the only reason, the only way they think it is to be human is to be the way they're human. They're not even human. All right, bigot. Why don't you get your hood on? Go burn some crosses. Jesus, what a piece of shit. Uh, she goes on. This is a professor at Rutgers. She's teaching people this garbage. Now comes the rewriting of history. And it's like, no, that's what white humans did. White human beings thought there's a world here and we own it. Prior to them, black and brown people have been sailing across oceans, interacting with each other for centuries without total subjugation, domination, and colonialism. Really? When did this happen? How has it been ignored? When did this happen? Everyone would really like to know because we'd really like to know the history of the world according to you know, Professor Bigot. When did this happen? What, 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 uh, what, you know, what groups were these that were selling the world and owned the world before white people showed up? What are you talking about? Absolute craziness. Are you teaching people? What are you teaching people? You're a professor at a college and you, and you just make shit up and pull shit out of your ass. What are you talking about? And yeah, let's uh, skip over the fact of, um, you know, want to talk about the slave trade? Let's talk about it. Who started the slave trade? By the way, just a quick hint, wasn't Europeans. It was black people enslaving other black people. The European uh, ships, the people weren't jumping off and chasing them down with a net. 
black tribes were enslaving other black tribes. Indian tribes were enslaving other Indian tribes. And that's when they weren't genociding the other tribes. The world was tribal. It only depended on what tribe, not what color you were. You were part of one tribe. You hated the other tribe. You either killed them and wiped them off the face of the earth or you subjugated them and put them into slavery. Was it right? No. That's why we got enlightened. That's why we enlightened ourselves and said, no, we shouldn't do this. This is bad. This is very, very bad. I just, I don't know how this can happen in a modern day for someone to just be that. I mean, I, I can understand how somebody can be that batshit crazy because people are that batshit crazy. But how does it happen that you can be that batshit crazy and then go on to be a professor at a major university? I mean, yeah, I know it's a stretch. It's right. I got gotcha. you. UB major is a little strong, but still, it is a uh, accredited university. We'll give them that. No, I just have to pick on them because, of course, they're uh, in the sports side of things. They're not exactly uh, uh, high on the pecking order, but, uh, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. But apparently, uh, academically, they're going down uh, hard as well because what the actual fuck is going on? I don't. I don't know. This lady is just babbling and she's a bigot. And, uh, you know, basically, can you imagine if anyone said the same thing about any other uh, group of people? Can you imagine if you basically said, listen, this is the worst group of people. Everything in the world that is wrong, that has ever been done wrong, has all been because of this group of people. And they don't even know how to be human like the rest of us. I believe that did happen once. Maybe yeah, give a call to Adolf. He knows how that works. I believe that's what they did. And uh, you can't tell me that, uh, you know, that's not what the, I mean, they know. She knows. She knows what she's doing. And uh, later on, I didn't play the whole thing. It's like five, six minutes goes on and on and on about all this. And basically at the end, of course, she comes back to her Hitlerian roots and goes, yeah, we just need to take these motherfuckers out. Talking about the white people yeah so anyway a uh, great lady to have as a professor and of course nothing will happen to her uh there are some more authoritarians around though uh some more authoritarians here is a guest i've played this uh, dude before he says crazy batshit crazy shit in fact i think he hangs out with the rudkers professor a lot here he is going uh, talking about the january 6th people uh, apparently uh i don't know why they brought this back up now it kind of has fallen out really of uh, coverage for a while but uh i guess the tucker documentary that's going on this week which i have been watching is very interesting um i guess that maybe brought it back to the forefront and he says that uh you know what the government is not being nearly authoritarian enough here it is those people who voted for him those americans who actually believe in this country believe in democracy including people who didn't vote for biden but are certainly not insurrectionist terrorists they feel like they got punched in the face on January 6th. Do they? They saw the whole country get attacked. Shut up. And they want a president who's going to mm -hmm. fight back. They want a president who talks about these terrorists the same way that we heard George Bush and Bill Clinton talk about terrorism You've for gotta 20 years. You've got to be kidding me. They want to You've hear that about me. these people. No, it they don't. It seems like they're no. being treated with kid gloves in a lone committee that has limited power, that's hamstrung by, by basically a whole bunch of Benedict Arnolds on the Republican Party is not going to My be gosh. enough to keep us safe. Wow. Yeah. Not authoritarian enough. Need to be more authoritarian. 
And uh, the more I watch of this thing, uh, watch these episodes coming out and reading more uh, in revolvernews.com, I mean, you know, I've talked about it several times. I'm not even sure what the FBI has been doing for the past at least 30 years. Um, and even before that, I'm not sure what they do other than cause chaos. Uh, it seems like that is what they do more than anything. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on, so much going on with that. And it is, uh, it's creepy as hell. And I think by the time it's all said and done, you'll find out that it was, uh, it was definitely an inside job. Uh, people like Ray Epps, uh, you know, who's unindicted co-conspirator, uh, him and his buddy, uh, those guys are ex-military. And I don't know if people know this, uh, people may not know this, but a lot of the, uh, people trans trans, um, they transfer, you know, they, they leave the they retire from the military and they uh, transfer into, uh, you know, the FBI, CIA. It's uh, usually the pipeline, how that works, especially the CIA. Uh, they, they just, uh, they transition from one to the other, uh, especially the military. That's how it works. And um, they transition into these jobs. And so, yeah, um, especially military and CIA, they go hand in hand. That's where they recruit from. Uh, and it's just, it's bizarre. It's creepy. Uh, and the one lady I saw, she has been basically exonerated. She was a uh, psychological uh, analyst uh, for the uh, FBI or CIA. CIA, I believe. Yeah, she was a... And basically, it's uh, she is a professional propagandist uh, to go in and create uh, revolutions and, and uprisings in other countries to, uh, you know, work on, you know, regime change and stuff. This has been her mission and what she had worked on, creating these uprisings and, and uh, you know, basically uh, rebel groups to go against, uh, you know, regimes that America wanted out of power but didn't want to directly invade and uh, listen to her talk about uh, what is going on with this whole thing. And she showed up there. She showed up there on her on her own time, out of uniform, no affiliation, did everything by the book. She showed up and uh, was there at the uh, at the January sixth uh, rally. Uh, obviously, did not go into the building. Didn't do anything like that. Um, she was initially charged, uh, charged with treason and all kinds of stuff. They were going to try to, uh, you know, really, really crucify her and use her story as a, um, what she called was a, a sort of op basically to make people look really bad. She was able to push back on that when her, uh, fight and she was, uh, then, uh, allowed to, uh, honorably, uh, separate from the, uh, uh, her post or whatever with the military or agency, whatever it was. Uh, she was able to be honorably discharged and get her pension and everything. So she was able to do it. Uh, there was another guy there. It was part of the ATF uh, who was actually protesting that day uh, and actually was there to uh, help. He wanted to help keep officers safe and stuff. And apparently he's being crucified, looking at maybe 20 years in prison. This stuff is insane. It's terrifying. And But the problem is it doesn't look like it is a new phenomenon it looks like something that's been going on for a while and stuff that you couldn't even you couldn't even make up i mean um stuff you couldn't even imagine just you read these uh, stories about this stuff and you're like that can't be real if i wrote that as a script everybody would say that's too crazy to even be real and unfortunately reality is much stranger than fiction uh on a lot of these things so uh, that has been very, very interesting, and I've been. Uh, I recommend you watch it if you do get a chance. Um, it's the. I think the last part's out today. I have to catch up on that. But it's 
really, really good. Very interesting. Very enlightening. But a lot of people are, uh, you know, uh, have lost their mind. It's kind of going two directions. And I do see that. I think there's more people uh, waking up and going in the right direction than in the wrong one. But there are people that are completely in the uh, wrong direction, have went completely off the rails. Uh, here is a parent that I think needs to be investigated for child abuse. Here she is reacting uh, to something. Here, Check this out. This has got to be child abuse. This is my daughter. Mm. Hi. She's nine. We're about to blind react to something. Blind react. What does oh, that good. say? What's that say? Hold on, dear. <laughs> I'm recording something for the YouTube. <laughs> what does it say? What's it say? The COVID vaccine for kids is so next week should be clear for kids through five to eleven. <gasps> what does that oh. mean for you? What's that mean? Go to with you? my friends. Oh. I can finally, you know, go outside, go to stores. Go to stores. So she hasn't been to a store? I'm excited. Oh, God. Or outside since this thing began? I it was going to be like in a couple months. No, apparently it's next week. <laughs> oh. Wow. I love you, Mom. I love you, too. Oh, God, She's wonderful. right. You need to get vaccinated. She's right. Um, that should be investigated for child abuse. Have you not let that child go out anywhere? Have you not let her outside? Uh, she hasn't been out playing. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, this poor girl who looks like she's probably nine or 10 years old, um, or whatever. Maybe she said she was 11. I have no clue. Uh, looks like the girl has been basically just locked down and sheltered this entire time, uh, which we all know children do not, uh, you know, are not at high risk of anything from this uh, at all. Um, it's just unbelievable, man. And you've got to be getting, uh, you got to investigate these people. I'm telling you, that is child abuse. If you have restricted your child from doing anything, she hasn't seen her friend, she hasn't went outside, she hasn't went to a store in two years. <sighs> that can't be real. That's got to be made up. Obviously, it has to be because I don't think there's anybody that's that fucked up, but apparently there are. Apparently they are, and uh, that needs to be checked into, uh, you know, pretty damn quick because that is insane. Uh, but then again, you know, uh, here is uh, a uh, very, very uh, highly regarded, I can't remember if it's Yale maybe, uh, educated uh, virologist, Dr. Harvey Reich. Uh Here's what he says about uh, getting kids vaccinated this young. Would you get your kid vaccinated? Would you talk to your local doctor? If the child has chronic conditions that make their risk appreciable, then there's a reason that they would should be considered for vaccination. Other than that, if, if it were my child, I would homeschool them. Honestly, I would organize with other parents to take them out of the school and create homeschooling environments. There, there's no choice. Your child's life is on the line. It's not a high risk. Vaccination is not a high risk that's gonna kill every child by doing so. However, it's enough of a risk that on the average, the benefit is higher for homeschooling than it is for, for vaccination and being in school. Yeah, that's what he had to say about that. Um, not to get it. And uh, when he says severe comorbidities, that's what he means. Uh, severe comorbidities. If, uh, you know, leukemia, cancer, something like that, some serious uh, uh, immune uh, whatever. Uh, their immune system compromised. Uh, definitely do something. Other than that, uh, pull them out and get them away from it because the downside is uh, far more likely than the upside. And uh, 
if you don't believe that, here you go. Here is a, uh, again, people saying the actual part out louds when maybe they shouldn't. Here is a uh, FDA uh, doctor uh, speaking the truth on a Zoom call about what's going on. I hope you enjoy this because this is terrifying. This is a little long. It's very long-winded, but it gets to the point. Thanks, Dr. Monto. Uh, the, um, this is a much tougher one, I think, than we had expected uh, coming into it. Uh, this is a the data show that the vaccine works and it's pretty safe, at least by immune abridging and, and even by some clinical data, uh, some early clinical data. And yet, we're worried about all of these. Um, we're worried about a side effect that we can't measure yet, mm-hmm. um, and, and but it's it's probably real. Probably and real. we are we see a benefit that isn't the same as it is in older age groups. So, for me, I think it's going to revolve around two questions. First off, how whether there is going to be a use for this vaccine in this age group, and then. The how the decision gets made, use it in that in, in, uh, within the state troop, and I think what sways me here is that is it, a very sort of personal choice. If I had a child who had who was a transplant recipient, I would really want to be able to use a vaccine like this. Mm-hmm. And there are certainly kids who probably should be vaccinated. It's a long question. Uh... The question of how broadly we use it, though, I think is a substantial one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's not our question, but I, 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 and I know we're kind of punting that uh, mm-hmm. to uh, ACIP. Um, but I, I, I do think that it's a relatively close call. And as Dr. Levy just said, as Dr. Gann said, it, it really is going to be a question of what the prevailing conditions are. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Um, that's just the way it goes. Wow. Nice. He said, uh, basically, uh, if it was his kid and uh, they had a transplant or they were immunocompromised, uh, he would want it. Other than that, it looks like these side effects are real. He's talking about myocarditis. Uh, Probably real. Uh, Probably bad. Uh, Maybe not a good idea to use it broadly. But hey, you know what? We're not going to know unless we start giving it. So let's just start jabbing people. That is scary as hell. Oh, we don't know what it's going to do, but um, hey, you know what? Let's just start jabbing people and find out, shall we? Shall we? How about you? Grab them up. Let's start rounding them up on the street and stabbing them with the needle. Let's see what happens to them, huh? Hey, uh, that's terrifying. That's the FDA, by the way. Uh, no, they're not plotting to use your kids as guinea pigs. Not at all. <laughs> You're crazy conspiracy theorist. That doctor didn't say that. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, he did. He just said, well, we're not going to know what's going to happen until we do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, I mean, I thought, and here, I know I'm way out on a limb. I thought, for some reason, we did science still in this country where you did actual science and you came up with numbers and said hey this will probably work it's probably a good idea bad idea nope nope not at all hey shit looks bad but we're never gonna know let's just start vaccinating them find out later hey we ain't got to worry about anything they can't sue us remember uh that's in the policy they can't sue us so who cares that's the problem why you uh don't relieve the liability clause in these things because then uh the Drug manufacturers have no reason whatsoever to follow any kind of ethics because they can't be sued. It doesn't matter. You can take this into court and say, listen, hey, uh, you know, my child got really sick or my child was permanently uh, disabled or my child died from this. 
And here's the guy saying, we're not going to know till we stab him. And the judge goes, well, they have immunity. So nothing I can do. Sorry. You know, feel really bad for you, but they have immunity. So seems uh, seems weird. But there are some people that are starting to turn around a little bit. There are some people that are getting their heads on straight. Here's NBC that can't hide the fact that uh, America hates uh, Joe Biden and the left. Here you go. Morning. Real bad. It's filled with some scary news for the Democrats. Ooh. The overarching mm-hmm. message, Americans have lost their confidence in President Biden uh, and their optimism for the country. Really? <laughs> they have right now. Just 22% of adults say we're headed in the right direction. Hmm. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. President Biden's approval rating stands at a dismal 42% versus 54% who disapprove. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in positive territory. 49% approving, 48% disapproving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Everything. Well, look at this set of numbers. Just 37% say he has the ability right now to handle a crisis versus nearly a majority who say he does not. 37% also say he's competent and effective. Oh, boy. 50% 50% disagree with that description. Nice. What's more, Republicans, believe it or not, have double-digit leads in dealing with border security, inflation, oh. crime, 20. national security, mm-hmm. the economy, mm-hmm. and shockingly on getting th- things done. Yeah. Um, in other words, uh, they think that, uh, well, uh, the Republicans do a lot better job than these jackasses. Let's get these jackasses out of there. Uh, they can't even hide it. That's NBC for Christ's sake. That is NBC and, uh, they couldn't even hide it. But here's one that has been going back and forth. And now, uh, Bill Maher, who was quite possibly the loudest voice for the left for, you know, most of my lifetime has started to win over a lot of, uh, more conservative or at least libertarians, a lot of them. Uh, and, uh, he's not backing down. He's not walking away from this at all. Um, here's Mar this past weekend. I mean, really ruffling some feathers. I don't know how this guy's not canceled yet, actually. <laughs> um, let's not give him any ideas, but, uh, I'm really shocked that he hasn't been, uh, he's been really pissing people off and, uh, it's good to see. Like I said, I don't want to give him ideas and, uh, have them try to cancel this guy, but, uh, here we go. Here's uh, Bill Maher. Well, you're down with that because it's the Democrats who seem to be, I mean, I travel in every state now back on, back on the road, and the red states are a joy, and the blue states are a pain in the ass <laughs> for no reason. We are all tired of this vaccine. We're all ready to take no, you're off tired the, of the We're, all, you're not tired of the We're vaccine. all tired of the pandemic. He'd be losing his job. He shouldn't be furloughed without pay. The guy that saves lives because he doesn't want to take a vaccine. It's ridiculous. And just a little right. messaging. I mean, I see it all the time. I saw it driving in today. People outside, alone, walking with a mask. Yes. So it's stupid. So stupid. Thank it's, you, Bill. It's, it's Better be careful, amulet. Bill. You're coming yeah. closer to us you know, every day. It's yes. a charm people a wear scapula. around. Yes. To ward away mm-hmm. evil exactly. spirits. It means nothing. <laughs> I mean, can't we get people to understand the facts more? No. It's crazy. It's crazy. He goes on to uh, talk about, you know, uh, you know, basically just uh, you can kiss his ass. He took the vax. Uh, he took his shots or whatever at the beginning. Uh, he's not wearing a mask. And he declared the pandemic over. He's like, this thing's over. Just screw off. And the people are agreeing with him there who aren't exactly right wing people. And uh, yeah, uh, apparently he's winning over a larger and larger and larger uh, right wing base, really, uh, which you know, is, is good to see. And it's glad, I'm glad to finally start seeing that, uh, people start seeing that, listen, 
the people that are on the right right now are not uh, these crazy, uh, crazy ideologues that, you know, are trying to lock people up for being gay or something stupid that has been peddled for years that mostly we're just common sense people that just want to be left alone and live our life and have the government out of our life and out of our pockets. And, you know, uh, leave us the hell alone and live up to the promises made in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Live up to that. Do your job. Stop spending us into oblivion. Stop messing in our lives. Stop micromanaging every moment of people's lives from cradle to the grave. Get the hell out of the way. Let the economy work. And let's move on. That's what we've been saying for years. And it's finally, it's really, really good to see people finally waking up and saying, hey, listen, this isn't, uh, this is just dumb. We need to get the hell out of the way. Um, one last thing I wanted to play. Apparently, uh, the AP reporter uh, got uh, pissed off. She got in trouble. She tried to rush the co- cockpit of a plane, by the way. that You can't do that. I uh, haven't been able to do that since 9-11, lady. Where have you been? Um, anyway, she tried to do it because she got so triggered by uh, this uh, sign-off from the pilot. This is so funny. Had to play this. Uh, seven or eight miles an hour. It's really quiet at the end. He said, yeah, we're moving about seven miles an hour and uh, skies are clear. Everything's good. Uh, thanks for flying with us and uh, let's go, Brandon. And she lost her shit, apparently ran up and tried to break into the cockpit to get comment from this terrible, terrible, terrible person. Uh, apparently that didn't work out well for her and uh yeah uh, as it shouldn't because that is crazy 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 people anyway that's all i have for today i'll be back this weekend with much much more we'll see what all the fallout is over the uh elections i'm sure it will be vast and insane and i love it uh, i'm sure i'll have lots of clips of them left melting down over these because uh they will be all week and it will be glorious and it's a good day to smile and realize that there is some upside some people do have some brains left thank you thank you thank you people of virginia by the way uh that's a win for the parents they're getting uh crt out of their schools they're getting pornography out of their schools and you're getting a say back in education that's exactly the motto i mean that's exactly the example everybody needs to use it can be done we need to stop wallowing and pity or whatever the hell we've been doing and wake up and realize we can change this it just takes us getting our asses out there and getting the right messaging so people wake up it's a good thing. It's great. And I really, really hope that this is the the shot across the bow that is needed to stop some of this insanity and really start turning things back to uh, a little bit of uh, common sense. Let's hope. Um, again, remember to like, subscribe, rate, review. It means a whole lot. The numbers are going up. More people are listening. Makes me very happy. Uh, anywhere that will allow you to give it five stars, please do. It doesn't only just make me feel good and make us feel good, but it makes other people feel bad and that can be important too um as well as if you'd like to get a message to me you can do so directly at erics-america.com that's the website um also on facebook at erics america pod uh and if you just want to send an old-fashioned old-timey email because it is old-timey now uh you can do so erics america pod at gmail.com all that comes to me because there is no staff it's just me here every week doing this and i love it and I'm glad to see more and more people checking it out. Remember to tell a friend about it. Let them check it out and see what they think. Uh, maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll hate it. Maybe they'll even send me a message about how much they hate it. Hate it. It's fine. Uh, at least they're engaging and I can get some feedback. Until I come back this weekend, just remember, it's no agenda, just America. <laughs>